Previously, on Realms of Nerds, The Return of Ornon. Inside Sibo's head, he is now sitting in some kind of a tavern. Hello, Sibo. You seem to have come into possession of my monocle. You did your blood magic in a temple. Oh. So when you die, you're going to be Tiamat's bitch for the rest of your life. And uh, that won't go so well for you. Here's the plan, my boy. We are going to steal your soul. In front of you, you see the most horrific scene of battlefield destruction you have ever witnessed in your life. As far as your eyes can see, there are soldiers engaged in mortal combat. Just as it appears like you guys are about to be overrun by this battle, suddenly the, the glowing light figure that you saw before kind of appears in the center of all of you. This is your good buddy, uh, Roland, but he has no head. I've been to hell so many times. They can't devise a single cage to keep me in here. I would already been gone, but I can't find my damn head. And suddenly you all see a flash of bright light. You are now uh, in some kind of a, a chamber with stone floors. This is my, uh, well, I, I mean, it's a portal room. I like to call it the hippity hoppity escape room, but <laughs> you know, it's a portal room. What can I say? Listen, y'all, I gotta go. Don't touch anything. And then he disappears. Ryder is going to yell YOLO and run <laughs> through the nearest portal. Ramash is going to step through his portal. Oh my god, you guys didn't even go through the same portal. Uh, He's gone. Who am I even talking to? They didn't even go through the same portal. What happens if they end up in two completely different places? Well, nothing ventured and nothing gained. Oh my god, you too? You're following after Ramash? Yep. Okay. Ramash is currently hiding. You came through your portal and found yourself in the hell equivalent of an industrial factory. There's all kinds of goblins building various inscrutable things. And at the center of it all is a large monstrosity that has two heads. One is much larger than the other. And instead of a stomach, it has a large forge. Ramash, you uh, you hear a little bit of noise and you you turn behind you and you see uh, Mikael somewhat clumsily kind of come through where you knew the portal was before and uh, sort of look like he's trying to get his bearings here. And as you uh, as you go to sneak through, Ramash kind of places his hand on one of the crates and him uh, leaning against it causes the entire stack to topple over. And you are completely exposed to this, uh, this large forge belly that's in the center of the room. We wait here for Roland so he can teach us how to do cool transportation shit. So, Josh, I mean, you are fully committed to, uh, staying in this portal room? Yes. I'll go in after the rider. And, uh, Sipo is going to give a little salute and step into the portal. Ryder lands in a large, sort of open, kind of looks like the top of a tower, perhaps. In the center, there appears to be some kind of a festivity going on. There's a large banquet table. Uh, at the far end is a woman, and as he comes through the portal, she looks up and goes, Oh, Ryder, my darling! <laughs> Whatever are you doing here? 
Have we met Roland before? He said that he knows us. He is a vile man. I wish not to talk of him. Oh, Ryder, your friends sound so itchy. You will have to bring them here. We'll have such fun. Oh, no, no, I'm not gonna... I kind of need him right now. I have a debt to pay with somebody. And, um... I, a, they're, they're kind of they're kind of a good means to an end right now. Excuse... Uh, a, a debt? Ryder, Ryder, my dear, I thought that uh, our debt was sort of a mutually exclusive agreement? <laughs> the guards will show you to your chambers. Sibo got through the portal, went invisible. He watches Ryder, and then as he's getting escorted away, he decides to follow and see, find his way through kind of the area towards where he is. Where the fuck are we? We are in uh, the plane of, or the circle of hell that is uh, run by Shidon Voluptua, and you should not be here. You being here is very bad for your health. What are your intentions? I don't want to be here, and I don't know how I'm getting out of here. The door of your room swings open quite suddenly. Oh, wonderful, you found a friend. Now you have a partner for the tournament tomorrow. Since we last, uh, since we last met, for the two of you that are in Voluptuous Tower, it's been about eight hours. Uh, you got a few hours of rest in, I guess. I don't know, it's up to you whether or not you guys actually slept, but, uh, you were confined to this room for sure. Um, and then after that, you were led to a, um, kind of a staging room that's got, uh, you know, like a, a spot to, uh, you know, sharpen your swords or, and, um, you've been left in this room with, did, without really much explanation. Did any of these guards have any kind of keys or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I think that they probably would have some keys on them. Could Sibo roll a slate of hand check to see if he could snag these guards' keys? Uh, yeah, okay, go ahead and roll a slate of hand. Sibo's gonna get smacked. It's gonna be 14. Okay, and I'm gonna roll uh, perception for the guard. You attempt to make a grab for these keys, and the uh, the guard sees you and uh, like smacks your hand away. What do you think you're doing? Uh, uh, nothing, sir. Uh, I just I have a thing for keys. I think they're very interesting and and intricate. And um, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a bit of a kleptomaniac. Um, Hold on, like half a second. Is Sibo a fucking toddler? <laughs> what? Is Sibo a fucking toddler? Toddler? You know the jingle keys. He's selling a story. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not even gonna go with a persuasion check. This guard knows what's up. He does not believe you at all. He gives you the uh, he gives you the stink guy, and 
nudges you along. Okay, fine. Whatever. Alright, so you are led to this room. Uh, you're left there, and uh, you've been in this room for about hour and a half now. Just kind of getting prepared. Oh, um, nice attempt, Junior. Did you actually think that was going to work? Because, uh, I could have told you, like, a hundred thousand reasons why that wouldn't work. Um, well, Mr. Ryder, since you know this place so well, I don't see why you're <coughs> not trying to come up with some ideas on how to get out of here. That's exactly why I'm not coming up with any ideas to come out of here. There's no way out of here. Well, then why- We're fucked. <laughs> we are fucked. Why the fuck did I follow you? I don't- I don't even know. I didn't tell you to follow I could've me. gone off to Ramosh. Yes, you could've. He's got half a brain and he's still smarter than you. Oh my god. <laughs> that hurt. I thought we were friends. Friends is- is a very loose term. Professional acquaintances at best. Okay, how long do these two know each other? Sibo's totally getting sl- getting uh, sleep magic put on him when we're in the middle of the arena. <laughs> Maybe Sibo right. will have to do the same. So I should mention, as you've been sitting in here, you have, over time, been hearing sort of this dull roar <laughs> of excited voices that has been building over the time you've been in this room. And so now, uh, as you're having this exchange, you hear a muffled voice in the distance that says, um, Ladies and gentlemen, coming all the way from the mortal plane, are challengers! And with that, a doorway at the far end of the room slides open, and you see that there is a, uh, a ramp that leads upwards. Well, Ryder, I hope we see each other on the other side. I don't. Showtime. Are you guys both going up the ramp? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> Asshat. <laughs> They're gonna fight each other. <laughs> that's the that's the real brawl about to happen. All right. So as you uh, emerge, uh, you come out into <coughs> dazzling light. There is all kinds of. Uh, magically glowing lanterns and orbs that are all around this arena, just lighting everything up brilliantly. So the arena is probably about, uh, 300 feet across, uh, circular, and you can see that it actually has a roof on it. The whole thing is about, about a hundred feet tall, um, and there are, large columns that go all the way around the outside. So you, this uh, arena is actually somewhere in the middle of the tower. Um, and so then ringing, uh, ringing around the arena is a, a bunch of like stands that are absolutely full of all of these people that are uh, excitedly talking and uh, waving at you and they, they seem like they're there for a show. And um, who are all these folks? Take your pick. From all corners of the universe, from all corners of the hells, Voluptio puts on a good party. Everybody likes coming. I guess we're gonna have to be the party entertainment. <laughs> My your, specialty. You got your uh, fiddle there, boy? <laughs> yes, sir. This ought to be fun. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Dueling manges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. From the far end of the arena opposite of you, you hear a deafening roar that sounds somewhere between uh, a grizzly bear and a gorilla. 
and um, just like lumbering, charging through this gate that has just opened comes a giant creature with red and blue fur. It looks fairly humanoid, um, just like hulking, probably about seven feet tall, 800 pounds, just this like massive monstrosity. Uh, and he snarls at you with his huge tusks hanging out of his mouth. And uh, with, Is this a fucking orc? With that, we should probably roll some initiative. It's Ganon. Ganon's a pig, though. Ganon isn't a gorilla in a grizzly bear. Come on, baby. Daddy needs a new <sighs> pair of shoes. Oh, and not the right place to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what you got there? Uh, 24. Um, 5. <laughs> I crit failed. And a good size. Uh, Ryder is up first. Alright, let's see what we can do. Um, I'm gonna run as close to him as I can and try to cast Charm Person. You attempt to charge a humanoid within 30 feet. It is must it? make a saving throw. And does so with advantage if uh, you or your companions are fighting it. We're not technically fighting it. We technically haven't thrown down against it. And uh, despite what you said, I think he does actually have advantage on this because th- this is definitely a combat situation. Okay. This is not somebody that you've just, like, encountered. Okay. So, wisdom... So, 16. Fucking shit. Okay, yep, he makes it. Alright, you hear a a voice kind of appear in your head, and it just says, Nice try. And then, this dude is going to launch himself through the air, and uh, come flying at you with a fist. I guess he knows the golden rule. Everything can be solved with fisting. Uh, that is a 22. Oh, yeah, that hits. Like a train. This is like Smash Bros. He's Donkey Kong, and you're fucking Pichu. <laughs> More like so that's five like points of damage. Oh, that didn't hit that hard. Um, okay. And then he's gonna attack you again with another fist. Why? Because <laughs> he um, got two of them? Is... Double fisting. <laughs> oh, God. That's a 14? No. Okay. And then he's gonna try and fight you. Oh, he's getting kinky now. And that's a 17. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> and that's an 11 of piercing damage. Oh. Holy shit, okay. Oh, okay. Come on. You can take him. Okay, Sibo, you're up. Okay. Sibo um, is going to focus in on this beast in front of him, and from his monocle, he sees a mark of hex be put on this uh, beast. So, whenever dealing damage, he gets to deal an extra 1d6 damage. Um, And he's going to, he also gets to choose to put a disadvantage on one of their um, modifiers. So he's going to do a disadvantage on all of this guy's strengths. Okay. And then he will string an arrow on his short bow and let it fly. Uh, it's gonna be 23. That's gonna do it. Okay. Nice. Shocked. 
for eight uh, piercing damage. Okay. And what was that disadvantage that you put on him? That's the, the strength thing? Yeah. Okay. So whenever he rolls a strength check, he has to roll with disadvantage. Okay. Cool, cool. Uh, Ryder, you're up. Okay. Um, seeing as that didn't fucking work at all. Try and charm him again. <laughs> Come, buddy. Something's getting real low. Come on, bro. Start off a rock concert. Sibo <laughs> needs some encouragement. I'm going to use Eldritch Blast on him. Okay. Blast. Shocking. Blast him! That's going to be a no. <laughs> That's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> What'd you roll? A two. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's enough. So, uh, you miss with this, uh, this Eldritch Blast. He dodges out of the way. And as he does so, this creature goes invisible. Oh, shit! <laughs> um, um, uh, Sibo, did you just fucking see that? Or am I, uh, am I high? Uh, yeah, am but... I, am I fucking high? What the, what the hell just happened? He's invisible. We are, uh... We're, we're in trouble. Yeah, alright. So he goes invisible, and then, uh, Sibo... Um... I've got a... 22 against AC? Yup. Okay, you get hit with a... With a fist out of nowhere. For 12 points of damage. Uh, what about 17 against AC? Yup. And that's another ten points of damage. And that's also gonna hit that's twenty. And that's fifteen points of damage. You got some healing to do there, bud. Sibo, you're up. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna need the the creature to roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, 15. It's gonna hit. So as this beast is on top of him, uh, Sibo puts his arms up and a puff of noxious gas is released. Dealing... Great! One point of damage. From his hands or his armpits? <laughs> it's basically from, from his armpits. His right now. Okay. One point of damage. <coughs> yup. You hear a little bit of uh, a little bit of coughing uh, as he backs away. Ryder, I'm gonna hit Sivo with that healing word. Okay, <laughs> he's gonna hit you with it. Gonna hit you with that healing word, baby. Fucking heal you, you. The power of Christ compels you. Radical. Eight points of damage. Eight or eight points, points of, of healing. <laughs> oh, thank you. I damage you for eight points. Yes. <laughs> Just beats him over the head with a potion. <laughs> there you go. That's not how potions Why work. Don't you heal. This is my healing stick of doom. After you uh, you do that healing, you hear somehow amplified throughout this coliseum the the voice of Voluptua, and she says, "Oh, Ryder, it does not appear that this is going so well for you. What a pity." I was hoping we could spend some quality time together afterwards. See, well, you can use me as a shield if you fucking want to. I don't want to be here anymore. Um, I, I don't really want to be here either. 
I could both of you do a perception check for me. I'm good at those. <laughs> what was the one? Okay. Oh wait, fuck. Twenty-eight. Holy okay. God! I perceive eighteen. <laughs> you see it all. Okay. So you wow. <laughs> I forgot you're you're wicked good at this. Oh, like he can wow. see. I'm God. good at looking at stuff. <laughs> he can see the. I'm, I'm sorry, I observer. Right. We're back in this now. That one just really threw me off. I forgot you're so wicked good at those. Um. Okay. So you see a couple things. First of all, uh, Ryder, as you kind of hear this voice and you look around, you're able to locate a kind of a box seating up near the top of the stands where Voluptuous is sitting. And she has um, something in like a like a clear container sitting next to her. A clear container. Yeah, like a clear box, but it's as so- something something round in this container. Ship a fucking flashlight up there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right. I will. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I assume that means nothing to you. <laughs> Uh, apparently it's supposed to, but I got nothing. Okay. He rolled a one on his role playing. Are you... <laughs> All right. I guess you can do what you want with this. Does Sibo perceive anything? Sibo, uh, you kind of um, focus as you're like kind of after you shoot this uh, this gap, you're kind of like wildly looking around, and you realize that if you focus through your monocle, closing your good eye. Um, you can actually see the outline of this creature uh, as it runs around invisible through the monocle. <laughs> Spirit hands. And because you rolled so well, I will also give you this. You can see that this creature is about to smack Ryder real good. Ryder, get down! Okay. Uh, Ryder, do a dexterity save for me. I'm, I'm, I'm okay at those. I'm pretty okay at those. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> pretty okay at those. Not to famous last words. Fifteen against AC. What was that, Sibo? I said get down. Does fifteen hit? Does fifteen hit? Yes. <laughs> all right. We're all dying today. Uh, it's eleven points of damage that you get smacked with. Uh, Sibo, do a, um, do a wisdom roll for me. Just straight wisdom? Yeah. It's gonna be, uh, ten. Okay. Uh, you see the next, uh, attack coming towards Ryder, but you're unable to kind of accurately tell him what's coming. That's also gonna hit. That's sixteen. Uh, that is seven points of damage. And then, uh, after that, he's actually going to, uh, instead of taking his last attack, he's actually going to jump away from you. And then you, Ryder, you kind of just feel this big mass kind of, like, you can, like, sort of feel the wind as it goes away from you. Uh, and Sibo, you're up. Okay. Sibo is going to wrap some rope around an arrow, and then... He's going to attempt to shoot this arrow at this guy and then take one of his climbing spikes and stick it to the ground. Okay. Kind of try and tether this guy down. 
Okay. Go ahead and uh, make your attack roll. 17 versus HC. Yep, that'll do it. Okay. For damage, uh, it's going to be 8 points of damage. Okay. Do a strength check. It's going to be 10. Okay. Yeah, uh, the ground, I think, is um, is stone, but it's old stone, so there's a lot of um, like cracks in it. So I think you're able to find a spot to hammer this piton in. And, That's uh, the word. You you have him. You have him pinned there. Ryder, can you see him now? Is he struggling against the rope? Yes. Oh yeah, I, I kind of figured. I kind of figured. Okay, we got this. All right, all right, all right. And with that, we're gonna hop away from this fight for a hot second. Joshimi. Yo. Yes. Uh, what was six hours for them has actually been a week for you. <laughs> So how's Joshimi doing after a week by himself here? Well, at one point he, like, woke up from a nap. (laughs) (laughs) This place is just so sticky. It's not funny. Why is it sticky? (laughs) He wakes up from a nap and uh, takes out his uh, ball bearings out of his bag, which now in this context sounds really bad. <laughs> but anyways, and he like he plays a solo game of marbles. He's, oh. playing, he plays He's finding ways to keep himself occupied, but he is getting a little, in uh, ass. a little restless. Or okay. what's the word? What's the word? Not restless, but uh, <laughs> stir crazy. Just okay. like a little bit. All right. Yeah. So it has been. So it's been a whole week now. Yeah. Has he? Uh, he's been hitting the bottle. Is he like just kind of chilling? Yeah, he's, he's been going at his flask every once in a while. Okay. All right. So did you designate one quarter for? Yeah, he's he's planned it out. He's like one sip every two hours. My question is, where have you been going to the bathroom? That's what I'm saying. Did he pick, <laughs> did he pick a corner? Or is he just pissing he's through peeing a portal? He's pissing in a portal. Listen, you got it right. He goes over to the portal. That fucking Sibo and Ryder went he, through. And does he stick his ass in there? <laughs> no, no, he poops no, on the he, floor, scoops it up, and throws it through the hole. He definitely is taking a leak through. He leaks through the portal. <laughs> okay, so you are uh, just wrapping up game number. Uh, 89 of your solo marbles career. Fuck, how have I lost <laughs> 59 of them? When suddenly one of the portals glows and Roland jumps through, he turns, you have to assume he's surveying, obviously he doesn't have a head, but he kind of yeah. turns his body in a way that looks like he's looking around. Where the hell is everybody? I was going like 30 seconds, I told you guys to wait. I'm sorry, did you say 30 seconds? It's been a week. It's been... It's been a week. And he stops, and he reaches into uh, a bag that he has on his side and pulls out some metal contraption with all of these inscrutable, like, gears and knobs, and he begins twisting on it and looking, (laughs) and he, like, holds it up and turns it, kind of like you would turn a compass when you're orienting yourself. Oh shit! I forgot about the time difference in that one. That 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 one's on me. Look at the wall. I've been putting scrapes <coughs> in every day. What? Well, where 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 did everybody else go? Well, let's see. 
the tall drow boy and the ugly dragon one went through that portal, and then the uh, the thieving gnome and the annoying tiefling went through my bathroom portal. <laughs> and he points to the one that I went through. Uh, so he goes over and he looks at him and he goes, Ah, shit. You. Me. Come with me. Okay. And he grabs you and um, he pulls you through a portal um, where you are are actually there for only a few seconds. This is, um, you only get a catch a brief glimpse. It appears like where you are is some kind of large stable. And uh, you mount up on these, um, like, they look kind of like, um, like fiendish goats, sort of. Oh, they're like yeah, goat, they're like goats with red fur this and black horns. And um, this is one of them with two heads. And you charge back through the portal, and he leads you to the portal uh, that you saw Sibo uh, and Ryder go through. Gross. And you <laughs> jump through. Um, <laughs> go ahead and make a dexterity check for me real quick. Gushy. <laughs> it's a week's worth, too. 18. Okay. There is a rather large pile of... Uh, of poop there, but you are able you are able to get your goat to sidestep it, and um, <coughs> suddenly yours and uh, Roland's goats both take flight and uh, begin to to launch themselves and fly forward. This is amazing. Okay, now we're gonna jump to Ramash and Mikhail. Oh lord! For you guys, it has been about ten seconds. Uh, these crates just tumbled over. And this, uh, this guy with the two heads and the large, uh, forge belly has turned to face you. And, um, yeah, we're gonna need some initiative from you guys, too. Shit. <laughs> That's a 15. That okay. is an 11. Uh, so first up is the, is forge belly. And he is going to um, open up this forge on his stomach extra wide. Open up this forge on his belly. Kinky. Spew out um, this, like, molten magma. Um, So I need both of you to make a dexterity saving throw. It's a 22. That's a 12. Okay. So that was a 20 against AC. Yeah. That hits on both of you, right? Yeah. <clears throat> that definitely hits. I did this kind of out of order. I had you guys do the do the deck save before I uh, actually um, did the damage roll, but it doesn't matter because I need to do that. So anyways, you're both going to take uh, 10 points of fire damage. Alright. I only take 5. From this attack. Uh, Mikhail is up. About how far away from Forge Belly would you say that we are? Uh, you guys are pretty, you guys are like 20 feet away from him. You're pretty oh, close. Jesus. So that attack's got some range to it. Uh, it's not that far. My fire breath goes farther than that. Um, Mikhail holds up a small parchment with a bit of holy text on it. And then 
is surrounded by a field. Boosting his AC by two. Okay. And then he draws his longbow and tries to fire a dart. Okay. At this uh, forge belly, looking for weaknesses. That's a uh, 23 versus AC. That's going to do it for this boy. I can only imagine what this guy's AC is. <laughs> One million. Easiest fight ever. I mean. So that would be uh, eight piercing damage. All right. Yeah, you, you caught you caught him a good one there. Uh, Ramash is up. Okay. Um, Ramash is going to attempt to cast Fairy Fire on this guy. Each object in a 20-foot cube within range, in the range of 60 feet, is outlined in blue, green, or violet light. I'll just choose blue. Any creature in the area when this spell is cast is out, also outlined in light if it fails a dexterity saving throw. For the duration, objects and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. Any attack roll against an affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it, and the affected creature or object can't benefit from being invisible. So this is a, more of a... It automatically takes effect, assuming I can cast magic. Okay. So let's see if I can cast magic. All right. That's a 17. Yeah, so with a with a 17... The effect works, and uh, on top of that, all of the attacks that land against him while this spell is active will have advantage, and if the attack hits, they'll get a plus three to the damage. Solid. Let's do this, Mikhail. Is there space behind me to move? A little bit. You guys are pretty close to the wall right now, but you could move back a little bit. Uh, nah, never mind. I'll just end my turn and leave it there. Next up is Forge Belly, and uh, he is going to lumber towards you, uh, Ramash, and uh, he's going to try and hit you with his big Forge Hammer. All right. That is a 16 against AC. Nope. That does not do it. Okay. Uh, Mikhail's up. All right, Mikhail draws both of his short swords because I'm assuming that um, Forge Belly kind of closed that distance and made himself a lot closer. Yeah, uh, he's actually kind of behind you now. Hey, how big is Forge Belly? I didn't ask that. He's only he's only about six to six and a half feet tall, but he's really wide. I mean, this dude is probably so he's a fucking fat ass. Yeah, he's because probably of about his forge. Th- probably about three and a half Whoa. feet. Across. Whoa, that's a void derogatory term. <laughs> okay. He is girthy. He's a he's a sumo. He's a big dude. I just imagine his belly bouncing every time he step, takes a step. Yeah, All right, that makes two of us. So Mikhail is up. Mikhail draws both of his short swords and goes in for a flurry of attacks. Okay. That's a 18. Yep. A nat 20. <laughs> yep. A 22. Yep. And a 19. Yep. Actually, it wouldn't be 5d6 because of the nat 20. You're right. Oh, shit. Mikhail going to do some shit. He's going to fist this guy. Now you're playing. Merry Christmas. (laughs) 
That's a total of twenty six damage. Did you add the three? Not on the not on the uh nat twenty doubling the damage. Or would that add also another three? Because then it would be the magic he said we get plus three to our plus three to the total damage. Is it the total damage or to each hit? Total damage, yeah. Plus three to Okay. Because that's the difference between thirty two and um well, <laughs> yeah. if it was three for every hit, so you added damage. Yeah, so, so so you did not add three to that, so I got to add an additional three. Okay. Damn, Mikael, getting this. Yeah, Mikael, you like you carve into this dude. You you slice him up. Uh, Ramash, you're up. When you land every hit, it counts. First, Ramash would attempt to use his bonus action to cast Shalele on his quarterstaff. Please work. Please work. Please work. Please work. That's a 12? Uh, yeah, it works. Cool. Mighty Morphin quarterstaff time. So he's going to take the quarterstaff in both hands and swing at this guy. Well, specifically swing at one of his legs and try to take the knee out so he's not, like, prone or something. Okay. So that's 24 against AC. Yeah, that does it. Baller. Where's my D10? That's six bludgeoning damage. Okay. Not very. Imp- oh, plus then plus the three. Sorry, so that's nine. Take him out. Of the yeah, you uh, you smack him in the leg, and he stumbles. This dude is definitely looking hurt now. We're getting shit done, baby. Ah, uh, and now Forge Belly is up. Um. Okay, he is gonna um turn towards you, Mikael, and he's gonna try and do his uh his magma spew at you again. We're gonna do it from the north. Um, that's an eight. That's not gonna hit you. No, it is not. Uh, Mikael, you're up. Mikael's going to um dive in again towards him with both the short swords drawn and go in for another flurry of attacks. That's a 15. You know you have advantage, right? Yeah, 15 does not hit on that. So I can roll twice for each attack now? Correct. Ever since I cast Fairy Fire, we have advantage on attacks against him. That's a 26. So that one does hit that. 14... Ten. So neither of those hit. Nine. And eighteen. That will hit. Twenty-one. Yeah, twenty-one. Twenty-one. That's three. So three. That was three out of four. Yeah. Well done. Seventeen damage all overall. Okay. Uh, yeah, he is looking very, very hurt at this point. He's stumbling. Uh, Ramash, you're up. Ramash is gonna go for the same knee again. Uh, 14. Uh, that's not gonna do it. Alright, uh, Ramash, he is gonna try and hit you with his, uh, with his forge hammer here. Uh, that's an eight. Hard no. Uh, Mikhail, you're up. Uh, Mikhail 
is again diving in with his swords. Only this time, he drops to a knee before going into strike, casting another prayer, and he glows with divine radiance. Until the spell ends, his attacks will seem to glow with an extra 1d4 radiant damage. Per hit. 21. And 18. Yeah, both of those have 18. Yep. 14. 22. Yep. So, four, four. 4. 44 plus your normal damage. Woo. Woo. I'll just roll with the damage. Right? Oof a doof. Woof. Forty-three plus the other three makes forty-six damage in total. Damn, boy, I wish I could. Oh, shit. Yeah, um, you're a fucking powerhouse. It's like Meta Knight spinning. Basically, <laughs> you you fly in with it, just a absolute flurry of blows, glowing, glowing blows, glowing blows, and you, you, <laughs> glowing glows. You catch you catch this guy from so many different angles, and he. Just topples to the ground, uh, falls face first, and there's just kind of this magma sort of oozing out of him. Hey, look, it's Star Killer. As you finish this up, you don't really have time to celebrate this victory. However, um, from the side of the uh, building that you guys explored before, you hear a clamor and excited yelling and a large horde of goblins is rushing down the hallway coming towards you. So I know we just kicked his ass, but, uh... Time to I, go? Yeah, time to go. Let's 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 go. And we retreat. Okay, so you have two kind of options. You could try to find a way up onto the catwalk, or there is another hallway on the other side that you didn't explore yet. Um, can I do a perception check, see if I can see a way to the catwalk real quick? Yeah, go ahead. And in the meantime, can I see if there's anything down the hallway? Yeah. Holy fuck. That's a 24 on perception. Okay. That's a 10. Alright. We'll do catwalk first. Um, There is no... The short answer is there's no easy way up, as far as you can tell. You're able to locate some spots where... You could probably, like, hook a rope or climb up a girder or something, but, like, nothing nothing immediately, like, an easy, like, a staircase or something like that. Um, Mikhail, as far as looking down the hallway, you can't really discern a whole lot. There is several rooms you can tell down the hallway, but... You have I'm no looking largely for, is there any visible threats or signs of... Uh, no, the hallway is empty as far as you can tell. Okay. Ramash, uh, it seems our quickest route is over this way. Yeah, I just, I, I don't see any easy way up to the catwalk. Let's go down the hallway. Let's Agreed. Go. And we bolt for the hallway. And you run. Okay. As you run along, um, a little ways down, yes. While, while we're running, I would like to be also checking over my shoulder to see if we're being pursued. 
Okay. We probably hear I'll, them. I'll give you that one. You're definitely being pursued. <laughs> okay. These goblins are still clamoring down the hallway after you, for sure. It's the Mines of Moria. Um, Ramash, I'll just go, just so we don't have to keep rolling, I'll go off your roll from before. As you are running along, you catch sight of a, um, a room that, um, you, I think you almost run past it and then you put on the brakes, uh, and you notice that it has the same sort of glow emanating out of it that you notice when you went through a portal at Roland's place. Mikhail, I think there's a portal in here. It's our best shot. If you insist, uh, there doesn't seem to be a visible way out of here. Agreed. Let's go. And we run for the supposed portal. Okay. You run into this room. There are three portals. Uh, one on each wall. So you have left, right, middle. Where are you going? I hate decisions. <laughs> and you have about 20 seconds to make your choice before is these goblins are Is there any way to bar the door? Or is there... A there, door with a, like, a latch. There is not a door on this room. Split up. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> uh, That's it, gang. I guess it's time to split up and search for clues. <laughs> okay, uh... From the days when we used to race around through the trees, it was always turned left. So, left it is. Uh, I guess we're jumping through the left portal. Okay, you both hit the left portal. It was a Coliseum track. Boom. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Next thing we know is there's a bear monkey swinging a fist at us. Hey, everybody, RJ here. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Realms and Nerds. If you are and you aren't already, please make sure to hit the subscribe button and turn on notifications so you know when our new episodes come out. Maybe share the show with somebody that you think may also enjoy it. It is one of the best ways to help the podcast. Thank you to our friend Kyle for composing the main theme to the podcast. And of course, thank you to every single one of you for listening to the show. jump back over to the uh, the Coliseum. We're jumping in. It's Ryder's turn here. So is he prone then? Technically? No. No, he's just pinned. So you can see... Um, Do I get, like, advantage on him to shoot him? Or... No, no, he's invisible <coughs> still. Yeah. Well, actually, um, as I was just about to say, uh, a- after he was pinned, this uh, creature actually comes <laughs> back into the visible spectrum again. Alright, well, we're gonna try that Eldritch Blast on him again. Okay. Ooh, woo! Uh, 24? That'll do it. Alright, so... Alright, so that's fifth. That's 5 plus 7. So, 12? Yes. 12 okay. plus 4, so 16, 16 damage. What kind of damage is Eldritch Blast? Is it radiant? Radiant. Is it radiant? Okay. Alright. So you hit him for 16 damage. I mean, if it wasn't, it would be like necrotic. Wouldn't yeah. It? So force. It's it's force damage. Oh, it's force, force damage? damage? Yeah. Okay. Force. 
And he is up next. Um, so he is going to run uh, after getting hit. He's going to run and try to jump towards Ryder. The way we'll play this is he's trying to uh, break the rope here. Um, that was a 13. So I'm going to say with a 13, uh, since you didn't do super great on your strength roll to put the python in, um, he is able to pull that out of the ground, but the rope is still attached to him and pulling behind him. Uh, but he is going to make an attack on Ryder here. So, that is 10 against AC? Nope. 11 against AC? No. And 13 against AC? No. Man, I tell you what, my dice was really hot at the beginning of the session. <laughs> you guys got messed up, and now it's got nothing. All the juice is gone. No more songs. Good thing uh, for them. Yeah, yeah what right. a preemie. <laughs> uh, Sibo, you are up. As the python breaks out, Sibo is going to grab onto the rope <laughs> and let the rope yank him towards this beast. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, make a dexterity check for me first. Got a blast. Uh, that's going to be 20. Okay. On that. And then are you trying to just get pulled closer or <coughs> trying to like land on him? If he can land on him, that would be dope. Ideal, okay. I guess. So let's do this as an acrobatics check then. Okay. Seventeen. Okay, yeah. You are able to grab a hold of this rope and um, you get like bungee cord flung through the air and you land on his back. I think actually you, you hit him so good that you uh, are able to drive this this stake into his back to give you a little bit of a handhold. I'm riding him now. Alright, then Sibo's gonna pull out his bear daggers and go right for the neck. Okay, and you're... Uh, 21. Yup. And 24. Yup. Alright. going to be 9 11. <coughs> piercing damage okay yeah you uh you cut him up good uh he, he's looking pretty bloody now are you staying on his back here the time being yeah okay riding cowboy uh rider you're up <laughs> eldritch blast my boy because i don't want to hurt sibo by doing any weird magic stuff on him oh nah dude can't hurt me I'm indestructible. I'm indestructible. Oh, shit. Ton? Nope, that's not going to do it. All right, well, I tried. You better hope he doesn't critically fail and hits you instead. I'll just Knocks blast your ass off the thing. <laughs> All right. So what the fuck was that? I'm sorry. I'm trying my best. I've never done this before. So the Barrel Girl is up next. Um, The what? Oh, that's the name of this thing. What's it called? Barrel Gura. Barlgura? Is it a devil? Yeah. Barlgura? Yeah, He's a demon. Or a demon. Imagine Great Ape Goku. (laughs) Son Goku? Um, But but only like eight foot tall? Yeah, shorter for sure. 
Not as because I was gonna not, say not the gradients are level. like yeah they're what, definitely like, 40 like skyscraper feet? tall. It is nine forty. Yeah, let's get her going. He's gonna reach back and try to grab you, Sibo. Okay. Let's just do uh, we'll do a strength contest here. Okay. I saw a disadvantage, right? Correct. Eighteen okay. for Sibo. Uh, he got a seven, so <laughs> you were able to hang on there. Pretty, uh, pretty convincingly, actually. So then, not being able to get you off, um, <laughs> say that again, but slower. <laughs> Having not been able to successfully get you off, oh, he's going to jump onto Ryder. Mm. <laughs> Yummy! It's a three-way. There it is. Ooh, there it is. I have the weirdest phoner. <laughs> Half jump. Uh, 22. Where the fuck did that roll come from? Okay, yeah, that hits. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that hits. One rider pancake coming right up. Mother. Um, so he had six points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, and then 17 against AC. Yep. And that's another 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh my so, 17 points in total? Yeah. Holy fucking... He's going to smack you. And, um... Watch yeah, yourself. Smart I'm going to say he only gets to make two attacks this turn, because I think that that grab attempt at SIBO probably counts against that, too. Um, okay. So, next up is SIBO. Okay, Sibo's going to take the remaining <coughs> rope and he's going to try and jump off and swing around this dude's neck, landing back on his back. Okay. So getting the rope around um, his neck is the goal. I'm going to need a real good, real, real good acrobatics check here from you, my dude. 22. Damn. Well, dang. All right. Damn, acrobatic uh, little monkey. You you swing around this guy and are able to get the rope around him. All right, so he's going to try and, like, pull up on the rope to, to I don't know, like, strangle him. Strangle him. Okay. Uh, wow. Kind of, like, repel pulling almost. Yeah, so, like, I don't, I don't know. It, it wouldn't make sense. He can't attack with both his daggers. So, I guess, like, with one hand, he's yanking on this dude's throat. And the other hand, he's going to shove a dagger in. Okay. Um, I I'm I'm gonna say that at this point, I don't think you can do both. I feel like a move like that would require the use of both hands, so I don't think you have a dagger in your hands at this point. Choke him. Okay. Choke then can I do damage for the choke? For sure. Yeah. Do a uh, let's do it this way. Do a strength roll for me. Just straight. Just straight strength. Like with you know with your modifier. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah, so that does beat his AC. So, do 1d6 plus your strength modifier. Okay, that's 6. Okay. Do I still get the 1d6 whenever I deal damage? For what? For hex. I, I mean, I am dealing damage. I mean, I guess, it, yeah, if it counts for any damage rolls, then I guess so. Plus an extra 5. Okay, so 11. 11. Okay. Yeah, so you, you're, cho- you're choking him and... Um, he is uh, doing that. However, um, he's actually going to fall backwards because of this. 
Okay. So I need you to do a uh, a deck save to see if you can get out of the way here. Okay. It's gonna be sixteen. Okay. So you are able to mostly get out of the way. Uh, your leg gets caught underneath them and gets crushed pretty good, so you're going to take two points of bludgeoning damage. My leg! Um, Ryder, you're up. Good thing it's only two points. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy's prone, pretty much, right? That's, that's the dealio? He's on his back. Yeah. Alright, then I'm going to use my rapier and try to stab him. Do the thing. Are you fucking kidding me? I got the same roll both times. Okay. Yeah. It's a nine. I'm don't hit. That do not do. <laughs> what it it do. didn't do the do. It do not do. No do. Alright. No do. Uh, Just do. So this guy is gonna uh, get to get back to his feet here. And then Sibo, uh, he's gonna take a swing at you. Uh, first one's an 18 against AC. Yup. That'll hit. Um, so that's eight bludgeoning damage. And then that's a 25, so no, that's gonna hit. Uh, so he's gonna shoot for another six points of damage. And then he's also gonna try and bite you, which is a 13 against AC. Nope. Okay, so you just take those two smashing attacks then. Uh, now you are up again. I mean, Sibo's full tilt at this point. He's gonna just go in, uh, dodge around him, and slice him up with his daggers. Okay. First dagger is going to be a 17. Yep. Second one's gonna be a natural 20. Okay. Um, so, first will be double damage. Seven plus four, 13, or eleven plus two, thirteen. Okay. Um, and then Sibo will use his bonus action to make some space, disengage. All right. So Sibo, you um, you get smacked by these fists, but then kind of, you know, just roll with the punch and you kind of come up right underneath him and you stick both daggers underneath his chin and then roll away but it, the uh, that was unnecessary as he drops to the ground from that final attack. Fuck you! Hey, hey, hey. Take it easy. Good job. Good Thank job. you. Good job. And now... Well, let me help you up. Let me help you up. Give you a little healing. You did a good job. Thank you, Ryder. Did a good job. Do you think you could sing me a song? I'm really in the mood for something jolly right now. I'll sing you a song, well, not very long, but I think it as pretty as an. Stick your hand in your purse, you'll never be worse, and give these poor gladiators a penny. And so he was gonna pull a gold, uh, gold coin out of his pouch, raise it up to Lady Voluptuous, and it's just gonna flick it up in the air as okay. a, as a kind of a, a fuck you slash I'm paying my dues, let me the fuck out of here. 
I okay. paid my dues time after time. Um, so this whole time that you've been in the underworld, in hell, uh, has been fairly strange. Yeah, I would say so. But now things get real weird. I'm about to, I'm, 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 I'm all for the weird. Give me some more of that weird. The first thing that you see is what looks to be some kind of a fireworks display as sparks of all different colors start shooting across the sky. And flying through these sparks somewhat haphazardly is Joshimi <laughs> on a flying goat. Is that fucking Joshimi? Um. What the fuck? That fucking dwarf. Are you kidding? Is that a flying goat? What the fuck is going on? And then coming in behind him, another <coughs> flying goat, is Roland, and you hear his voice magically projected throughout the entire arena scream. Who loves you, are you bitch? I want my head back! <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that fucking Roland? I and was wondering what was in that box. Holy <laughs> crap. Frick so cold. Roland Kamikaze flies his goat directly <laughs> into Volumptua's seating box, and immediately the whole area just explodes into magical mayhem. You can't even see what's going on in there. There's so many spells and sparks and everything just flying back and forth as the two of them just, like, do get out in that in there. Listen, Sibo, we've seen some weird shit around here, and me especially, I've been here a long time. I've never seen anything fucking like that. Well, that you, is <laughs> that is nuts. You obviously, never met Roland before. He's a uh, he's eccentric like that. I, I think I like him already. I I think I think I like him. And um. Sibo, you hear, uh, kind of like, almost like right next to your vo- to your ear, kind of, a voice goes, Hey, Sibo, am I- am I coming in? Um, yes, yes, you're coming through, loud and clear. See those doors at the other end of the, uh, the arena? Yeah. You're gonna wanna go open those. <sighs> Alright, Ryder, with me. And he takes On off your... across the arena. Okay, on your butt. Here we go. Okay. The uh, the crowd in the arena has started, like, running around in panic. Um, there's a lot of people doing a lot of different things. Um, there's, like, guards running around in the arena now. Some of the uh, the people that were there spectating have also jumped into the arena. Is this, um, like, is this like the, the battle at, in Marine? Kind of, except that it's not so much a concentrated effort to kill you as just, like, people are running around right now. Okay. But, yeah, you're able to reach these doors at the other end. All right, Sebo's going to give him a shove. I'm going to try to give him a shove with him. You gotta pull. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta pull the door sometimes. My next guest's going to be to lift up from the bottom. (laughs) You gotta, you gotta use two boards. One's not enough. <laughs> As you shove these doors open, uh, they're open for literally two seconds when sprinting past you comes Mikael and Ramash. Hey, hey, what the f- Ramash! 
What? I am having Oxima. the weirdest day ever. And then about okay. Five, and then about five seconds after them, a horde of goblins spills into yeah, the arena. You guys don't want to... Just move, move. What the fuck are you... This is the weird way to handle him. Anyone has questions, just run. Okay, now we're, we're running back into the arena. We're trying to seat all of these spectators. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um... You guys, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? God only knows. Can we can we get the can we get a yakety sax? Josh and me, can you do an animal handling check for me? Uh, okay, <laughs> that's gonna be fun. That's a six. Okay, uh, Josh and me, in trying to control this flying goat, comes too close to the arena and is. Uh, sort of unintentionally smacked by one of the passers-by and falls off of his goat. Oof! Hey! Fuck you! Joshua, Get over here! Wait. Where is Joshua in relation to everyone else? Uh, you landed fairly close to them. You oh, were... I thought you meant, like, towards the top of the stands, like, fuck, we're gonna have to No, do you were trying to do, like, a, like a fly-by buzz kind of thing, and it <laughs> didn't work out. <laughs> is my goat still around? Uh, no, he has flown off. Fuck. <laughs> Damn Get your ass over here Mr. DM Fine Demon goat Yeah Would that Would you say that counts as a Creature I could turn into Just goat in general Um This one does not No Damn Because it is It's, it's a demon goat It is not a creature in the Typical sense <laughs> I want to turn into an animal. Okay, Fuck. so there are a couple. There are a couple of doors out of the arena, or I should say, into the the wall of the arena near where you are. Uh, there's four of them you can choose from. You said four doors, huh? Yeah. Okay. We choose that one. We uh <laughs> that door. So, like, I assume two of the doors are the door that Ryder and I entered. The door that. Uh, Ramash and Mikhail just ran out of and then two other doors? Yes. Okay. Is one so of the doors the door that the monkey creature came out of? Yeah. I think so. Right. And then there's the random door no one's come out of yet. Oh! Uh, hang a right! Okay. So which door are you going for? Where are you leading us, Eva? The right one. What the fuck is the right one? The correct one? The one come to on. our right. <laughs> so the rightmost door. Two lefts don't make a right, but three do. Um, I think you need to check your math. So, okay, so the, the ones you have are the, the door you guys came in from, the door that you just opened, the door that the creature came in, or a fourth door that you haven't opened yet. The door we haven't opened yet. Okay, you run <laughs> over, and you shove the door open, and you hear a, a roar from inside. Uh, do Run a dexterity save. Run away! <laughs> Close Run the away! fucking door. Uh, that is a 22. Okay. Damn. You roll out of the dexterous. way as apparently what was going to be the next challenge in the arena charges out. And it is a trio of bears. Not this again. That are actual bears. Ooh, can Ramash, Can I see if Ramash remembers how to turn into animals? You can see if Ramash remembers how to turn into animals. <laughs> Please, God, oh, give dude. me a nat 20. When, when Ramash, I remember the bear pit! The, the, the bears are fucking... The bear orgy? Uh, 14? No. 
but in order to climb into the pit, you had to be naked. Bear pit. Ramash remembers how to turn an animal. Yes! Bear Ramash is coming back! Ramash is going to turn, turn into a bear. bear. Let's, uh, let's get some filler for this. How, like, does he just do it, or does he, re- like, remember something? What's happening? Uh, you, t- you tell me, bud. Okay. His, his brain tingles, and some random instinct is, like, telling him to use his magic. He's not sure exactly how, but he just does. And he suddenly is, finds himself transformed into a bear. Okay. Fuck. I, oh, oh, shit. In his mind, he's going, oh, shit, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know he could do that. Okay, two bear. bear. Alright. The bear is back in so, town. So, uh, Sibo, now that the bears have come out of there, you can see that the rest of that uh, area <coughs> is clear. Are you going to continue through there, or do you want to try to run somewhere else? I mean, yeah, it's better than just sitting in this arena with goblins and bears oh and my. spectators and guards. And- right. So you're running that way. Uh, is everybody else following him? Oh, yep. yeah. Okay. Let's follow the so little you, gnome. So you guys all charge into this room and uh, through the uh, the passageway that's behind it. And uh, behind you, you leave behind an insane scene of goblins, guards, bears, and uh, spectators all sort of battling it out in this arena with a, one of the uh, the luxury boxes in the top still exploding with magical sparks. Can we close this door behind us? <laughs> I haven't had this much fun since the ransack of Ithaca in uh, the Second Age. Let's keep moving. The Second Age? How fucking old are what you? The f- I don't have time for this. Uh, everybody to the, 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 the... We gotta just... I don't know. Forward. Shit, I just remembered I never learned how to do the portal thing from that guy. Fuck. <sighs> Why the one of the- What's with the bear? Where did the dragon go? Ramosh. Bear Mosh. Okay, you see him nodding. He knows his name. He also, oh, and uh, his clothing and his weapons melded into his fur, so yeah. he has the shape of it all on him. Right, right. He's a, he's, so he's a, the, the, the dragonborn guy, he's a, he's a bear now? Yes. <sighs> That's crazy. Druidic I love it. This is so weird. Can Forward. I raid him for my goat? <sighs> can I, can I ride you? Only I'm okay. allowed he to just ride bear Okay, Marsh. okay. Because your bony ass is light enough. Sibo, <laughs> you hear this. The uh, you hear the voice of uh, of Tom come through next to your ear again. He goes, "Hey, Sibo. Hey, um, listen, we're gonna need you to get something for us. Okay, whatever it takes." Now, the, keep in mind, the rest of you cannot hear this oh, voice. It's just I, him. Of course. I totally forgot that that voice was a thing. Honestly. <laughs> I remember it. Volumptua has sort of a, um, a kind of a back door sort of key thing. Uh, you're gonna need to go grab that. Am I looking for a set of keys? No, 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 not an actual key. Um, it's a book. Uh, you'll... Here, hang on. And, um, it feels like, like a hand that has just been in a bucket of ice, like, grabs your brain, and then through the monocle, 
you see this vision of like kind of sped up you like walking through all the twists and turns of this tower until you end up in a room and you open the door and you see a uh, a book sitting on a pedestal got it got it all right team let's move where are we going um uh but the there's business to attend to what kind of business? Important kind. Like what? Like, like like soul saving important kind of information. I want to get the fuck out of here. Learn how to do teleporting, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna meet up with Roland on That's the way. That's not what we're doing. We're gonna find Roland. Okay, I'm with you then. All right, everybody. <laughs> I'm still not certain about this the stuff, just but takes uh, off running. He doesn't. Okay. Use, I mean, he doesn't care. Okay, I guess we're doing this. Following him. I guess we're. I guess we're fucking doing this. Let's go. Okay, everybody is following him, I'm assuming. Correct. Okay. Best way so to stay alive. You all just follow him, and um, I, you get through this with minimal difficulty. Clearly, all, all of the attention is on the, uh, the arena at this point. Oh, the humanity! <laughs> and so, you, uh, you make it into this room, and uh, you, fi- you find the book right where it was. Like, you know, in your vision. Seabull kind of walks up to this book, and uh, <laughs> he, he grabs it, and he almost flips it open, but then he goes, eh, later, and uh, just shoves it in his bag. Uh, uh, not not, not there. there. Uh, no, pull not it out. out. Pulls it out. Okay, turn around. Okay. Three steps forward. Three, one, two, three. Hold it six inches to the right. Okay, and (laughs) drop it. And as you drop it, it disappears into space. Thank you. What the fuck just happened? (laughs) Sibo is is uh is like in his head is like, well, that was impressive. What are we doing here? Why are we dropping books into nowhere? Um, I'll explain later. Sibo leads you down the hallway, and you uh, come up to a door, and you can hear all kinds of. Magical zips and zaps coming from behind the door. Um, uh, uh, Ramosh, would you care to open the door for us? Oh, he's a bear. Ramosh would like to attempt to open the door with his sheer strength. All right, Ramosh, bash that door. Bear Mosh for the fucking win, baby. Come on. That is a 22. Okay. Ramosh rears up, and then coming forward, he, like, just slams his shoulder into it, and the door splinters in. Hey guys, I'm just gonna hang out here. If I get into this fight and try to help you guys, then uh, Voluptua might try to take my magic away, so I'm just gonna kinda... chill. And so, um, yeah, as you pile in, you actually are just in time to see Roland do some sort of magical casting and he slams Voluptua back uh, and onto the ground uh, and then strides forward and removing his uh, his head from this container, he reattaches it to it, his body and it kind of, uh, you know, he had that sort of light where his head should have been. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. see sort of this light kind of around the outline of where the head was severed and it kind of mends the cut and it reattaches to his body. Oh! Roland, you're beautiful again. <laughs> now you listen here, you bitch. Never again will you take my head. She glares at him 
and sees all of you filling in behind him. She extends both of her hands and just yells, Get out! And you all just see a blinding white light, and then... You are somewhere else.